investing in the middle of a bull trap. First time investors, we are standing at the edge of a dangerous precipice. A stock market is a beautiful place when you're winning. It's also a dangerous place in the middle of a bull trap. Friday, June 11th was a wake up call. If you're new to investing and you're worried about the current state of the stock market, this article is for you. A first time investor mistake. In the spring of 1996, I walked into an RBC, Royal Bank of Canada, branch and asked to speak to a mutual fund salesperson. I had a few thousand dollars I'd saved up working in the driveway of the Hyatt Regency Vancouver, as a valet manager. I wanted to do the responsible thing and start putting some of my money to work. The salesman was very nice. He showed me the various funds available at that time. Naturally, I was drawn to the one-year, 60% return the RBC Precious Metals Fund had recently posted. I pointed to it. That looks pretty good. The salesman looked at the sheet for a second, then looked at me and asked, are you a high-risk investor? I felt a little nervous. Was this guy going to sell me the precious metals fund or not? Anyway, I thought to myself, no risk, no reward. Let's bluff. Yeah. I'm pretty high-risk. What an idiot. I should have said, yeah. I have a high tolerance for risk, but what did I know about risk tolerance? The salesman smiled, coached me through the paperwork, and cashed my check. I walked out a happy new RBC Precious Metals Fund owner. Unfortunately, I'd made a common, first-time investor mistake, I bought a risky investment, right at the peak of the market. A year later, I'd lost over 40% of my original investment. It was such a jarring experience, I decided to take a course about investing so I might know what the hell I was doing the next time I thought about putting money into the markets. That jarring experience actually led me to change careers. I joined the mutual fund industry in the fall of 1998. That's where I learned another costly investment lesson, but that's a story for another day. I get it, there are a lot of new investors out there today, trying to do the right thing by investing their savings into the stock market during difficult financial times. I know how that feels, and I respect your resourcefulness. However, I'm very afraid that like me, almost 25 years ago, there are masses of new investors standing on the precipice, not fully understanding the potentially devastating downside risks they currently face. Downside risks to consider. Robin Hood, unintentional misinformation. Hertz, good money chasing a bad investment. Airlines and cruise ships, stocks get beaten up for a reason. Robin Hood. Many new investors love using the trading platform, Robin Hood. Robin Hood did what everyone else said was impossible, take commissions down to zero dollars. Robinhood cut commissions and allowed investors to monitor the markets easily from work with quick and convenient trading, all done through hand-held devices, but there's a price to such convenience. Investing is a heartless shark pool, filled with snakes. Markets don't care you're putting your life savings into the markets. Markets don't care if you have kids. Markets don't care if you've lost your job. More convenient and cheaper do-it-yourself trading allows investors an easy way to become exposed to high levels of risk. Robinhood does a good job of trying to educate inexperienced investors but sometimes, a little knowledge is dangerous. For example, Robintrack posts up-to-date leaderboard stocks traded on Robinhood. When I look at the leaderboard, I see a couple of things that concern me. The green line shows the growth of investor accounts at Robinhood, the red shows the historical stock prices. Click on each image to enlarge. Robintrack does a good job of showing examples of profit-taking and FOMO. These are great examples for new investors to see so they can understand how other market participants might be influencing the price movement of a stock. 
The buy the dip strategy seems to be very popular with Robinhood investors these days, even though results in 2020 have been mixed at best. Like today, buying the dip was popular with new investors in 1999. Everyone was buying on red days as the market continued to rally. Unfortunately, newer investors, not familiar with the fundamentals of the companies they were buying and not familiar with market fundamentals, continued to buy on red days, even as the market turned bearish. Ed's Rule 1, don't buy the dips in the middle of a bull trap. Buying the dips in a bull trap will financially wreck you when the markets inevitably reverse and make you so bitter you'll never want to invest again. If you want to buy the dips or dollar cost average, wait until you think the markets are at or near the bottom of the market cycle. Dollar cost averaging is the strategy smart money uses to enter the market at the best average price. At this point in the market cycle, experienced investors are taking profits. Smart money is selling into this rally. You should be thinking about taking profits too. When a company's shares appear highly overvalued, it's a good strategy to sell some of your holdings to cash so you can dollar cost average into shares when prices are lower or reallocate profit to another investment opportunity. Hertz Global Holdings Incorporated, HTZ. Many new investors appear to be pouring money into Hertz, even though the company has filed for bankruptcy. Founded in 1923 by Mr. John Hertz pioneered the drive-yourself system with only a dozen Ford cars. His mission was, to be the most customer-focused, cost-efficient vehicle and equipment rental company in every market. Nearly 100 years after the company's founding, John Hertz's company appears to be at the end of the road, at least it did until last week. Hertz had most of its fleet at airports. With the pandemic shutting down economies around the world, Hertz came under serious economic fire. Hertz's CEO resigned in early May after Hertz missed lease payments on its fleet in April. At this point, bondholders should be taking a financial beating and shareholders should be wiped out, but it might not be over. For the first time in history that I'm aware of, a bankrupt company has sought and attained approval for the issuance of new shares, with disclaimers to new shareholders that there is a risk that the common stock could ultimately be worthless. Recognizing the stock market is currently filled with novices and gamblers, the legal team at Hertz realized they might be able to save the company. Hertz is planning to issue $1 billion of new equity in a bid to try and keep the company operating. The stock price surged when the news was announced. The problem is, even if Hertz manages to issue $1 billion of new equity and survives for a couple of years, Hertz owes $19 billion to debt holders, at best, shareholders will be forever be plagued by share dilution in a newly formed, underperforming, zombie company. At worst, shareholders will get wiped out. Ed's Rule 2, don't buy bankrupt companies and don't buy the shares of a zombie, or soon-to-be zombie company. It will only bring you sadness and embarrassment. American Airlines and Norwegian Cruise Lines. Looking for beat-up stocks in a strong bull market without considering the fundamentals of the company is a third rookie mistake. What do I mean? Novice investors see a stock like Microsoft, MFST, or Tesla, TSLA, taking off like a rocket and they correctly recognize it's probably too late to jump in. Instead, they look for another beat-up stock that hasn't taken off yet. There's a reason travel stocks like American Airlines, AAL, and Norwegian Cruise Lines, NCLH, haven't taken off yet, experienced investors don't want to touch them. The reason these stocks move at all is because of gamblers buying positions, looking for a bigger fool to buy from them at a higher price. I know that burns, but somebody's got to say it. If you're either invested or thinking of investing in entertainment and travel stocks, I'd give it a second thought. Investing Guru, 
Warren Buffet liquidated all of his airline stocks at significant losses. Why would a man famous for his buy and hold forever strategy, sell airline stocks? Buffett sold his airline stocks because they are done until the pandemic is over. Experts promise there will be no cure for the pandemic for at least a year or more. Buffett is a longtime friend of Bill Gates, the founder of Microsoft, and now an expert in pandemics. Gates has access to the greatest virologists in the world. If this pandemic were ending soon, Buffett would know and he wouldn't have sold his airline stocks. If you're gambling, enjoy. May Lady Luck be kind to you. If you're a first-time investor thinking of deploying cash to this sector for real, do your research and look at the fundamentals before investing for the long term. Ed's Rule 3, if you think you're getting into a stock before the crowd, you're probably wrong. Most professional investors have more information and more time than you to analyze stocks and market conditions. They also have better and faster access to new or changing data than you do. You don't need to copy legendary investors like Warren Buffett but you should at least consider why experts are selling a stock you are thinking of buying. Final thoughts. Start thinking longer term. Start thinking about where a company will be a year or two into the future when you make your investment decisions and try to stick to them. It will help you to avoid getting tempted by the actions of algorithmic trading platforms, day and swing traders, momentum traders, and gamblers. Thinking longer term will help you avoid the temptation of chasing the crowd and buying too high in the middle of a bull trap. Are you still investing cash into companies that have risen exponentially? If you're looking for explosive growth, I get it but remember volatile stocks can explode to the downside too. Consider taking profits off the table if you've made some money during this bull trap so you have the cash to redeploy when stock prices move lower. Don't jump into stocks just because the share price is rising quickly. Many investors are simply gambling on severely beaten down stocks. Do your research and understand the company you are investing your hard-earned money into. How much debt do they have? Are they profitable enough to pay off that debt someday? Are profits increasing or decreasing? Why are profits increasing or decreasing? Remember, if you end up holding the shares of a company that unexpectedly goes bankrupt, there's an excellent chance you will lose your entire investment. Be cautious when buying heavily beaten down stocks. There's usually a good reason why stocks get punished by the markets. Find out what those reasons are and if you still want to buy, make sure you have a rock-solid reason why the markets are wrong and you're right. I don't want to dissuade investors from trying to invest by themselves. However, if you don't have the time to follow the news about each stock you own for at least one hour per week, I'd think seriously about the disclosure below. Disclosure, please seek professional advice before making any investment decisions.